Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils post or not post game show. This isn't a post game <laughs> show. I just want to be at the post game show so bad I tomorrow, know, right? Sean. I'm so excited. This is PHNX Sun Devils live show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave that five star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined again by Sean DePaz. How are we doing? No, see, I t- if you've been listening <laughs> to our podcasts in the last couple of days, Sean's been making that lights can face every time I say his name. Um, so this was the uh, official airing of that face. So congratulations, Sean. Uh-huh. Thank you. Oh I was I, mean, I was highly anticipating it. I was like, giddy with excitement while the intro was rolling. Just waiting to <laughs> hit him with it. Yeah, maybe we can maybe we can put that face in the intro at some point. Uh, if you if you do your job well enough here in the next Fair couple enough. of weeks. Uh, well, Petey and Craig talked to Greg Powers this morning, coach of ASU hockey, head coach of ASU hockey. Um, we'll get to that interview a little bit later in the show. But first, let's talk about Sun Devil basketball. They are playing. They're we playing back, tomorrow. Back, 8, baby. 8 p.m. at home against Colorado. Um, definitely a, a can't miss game. Um, this game, I think, really can set the tone for the rest of the season. I mean, your five of the six last games have been postponed. Um, this team needs to put together a winning streak if they want to have hopes of winning that Pac-12 tournament and getting hot later in the year and saving Bobby Hurley, essentially. Um, even though I still just don't, I still think he's still, he just has the worst luck out of any coach in the NCAA. Yeah. And if they can get a big win against a Colorado team who's second in the Pac-12 right now, uh, it, it it can do that, just that. It can set the tone for the rest of the year. So we'll get into our keys and stuff a little bit later. But first, I just wanted to talk about the game last night. They played in Tucson at U of A, um, dropped one uh, 76 to 55. This game was – the score tells a completely different story. Colorado was able to cut it to four at halftime, and there were some bright spots for this Colorado team, but they ran into the best offense in college basketball yeah. uh, in U of A, who is just terrifying right now. They're very good at basketball. But it was an unlikely guy on on the buffs that really gave this team a chance. Uh, you, you know, this team has their two huge guys in Evan Batty, um, and Jabari Walker, and there are their two leading scorers around 12 and a half points a game. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't those two that did it for them tonight. It, it was backup freshman guard KJ Simpson, who just came back from an injury. He was actually signed to U of A last year, but changed his commitment after Sean Miller was fired. Um, he led the Buffs in scoring with 17 points a season and obviously a career high, him being a freshman. Um, and he was the only CU player in double figures, also played the most minutes with 29. So it's definitely something to watch out for. Um, he might sneak his way into the starting lineup. I'm not sure if he does tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it, it, he, he kind of did it always uh, scoring. It wasn't just the three ball. But yeah, this Colorado Buffs team, not an easy opponent to play as your not first game back uh, from postponement. Not at all. I mean, it it. It's it's tough, like like we've talked about. They're a little bit of a surprise, so they're they're I feel like kind of go into every game with an underdog mentality. Um, and like you said last night, the score of last night did not at all. This is it was a twenty point loss, but it wasn't it wasn't a ASU Cal twenty point loss. It was mm-hmm. it, it was a it was a much closer game than that looked. And and um, I mean, talked about it for ASU. This is I feel like you have to go in. This is like, this is a new season. You had so much time off since your last game. Like mm-hmm. you just have to, this is a, a whole like clean slate almost. And you have to start off against these guys. They're, they're going to, it's going to be tough. It's not, this is not, 
not, not going to be a cakewalk by any yeah. means. Look at us. We'll <laughs> um, the Buffs shot only 33% from the field last night and only 20% from three. Uh, and, it, and, and again, it was just a tough game for the Buffs. You know, they, it, and as I said, the 21 point loss wasn't really a tale of the game. They did cut it close a little bit closer in that uh, second half. U of A was just able to win this game by runs as they do. Um, because they're just a really solid team that it's, you, it's ASU is not is not ready for. Um, but the bench was really what fueled this U of A run, and I think that's something ASU will need. Um, so who in your mind on the on the Sun Devil bench is going to need to step up um, to beat the Buffs like U of A's bench did step up? Um, I mean, honest, like there's a, a few different ways. I want to see Enoch play well. Mm-hmm. I like he. I he had like a, a one of his best games of the season, I think, against Cal. Yeah. Um, but like he, I, I feel like, on, like honestly, any help from anywhere yeah. is going to be nice. But like, um, I would just, I'd love to see kind of that Im- improvement continue. Um, as 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 Jacob would say, free my boy Enoch. He wants him to play Enoch. more. Um, there's a lot of room for growth in his game. Really raw 100%. talent. Obviously, a freshman. Um, and behind two pretty what should be solid bigs in Gaffney and Jalen Graham. So hopefully he can get that opportunity tomorrow night. But they're going to need the size because, as I said, this Colorado team thrives with their bigs. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it just won't be easy to get past Jabari Walker and Evan Batty. Um, and if the Sun Devils can't get rebounds, I don't see a way that they win this game easily. Um, so that brings me to my keys. And my number one is is getting somebody off the bench, at least one or two people that can provide a spark because we haven't seen that really all year. I mean, we have, but it's come, it hasn't come with, it's come in a necessity of like, I, I want, I want some extra scoring off the bench. Like Jay Heath has provided that when the Sun Devils needed scoring. I want, mm-hmm. I want the Sun Devils starting five to score and then somebody else to come in and keep that energy up. So my number one guy is the Energizer Bunny himself, freshman Jemiah Neal. Uh, and it doesn't have to be with scoring, uh, but it would be nice if he could provide some scoring. It just With defense, intensity, that's it, what he does best. I would love to see him come off the bench and get some really solid minutes for Hurley early in this game. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, like you said, it, the bench is what you, fueled U of A. Uh, and like I said, help from literally anywhere would be nice mm-hmm. um and so it would just be yeah it would be the energy i feel like is kind of going to be because th- this game could go do you have such a big layoff the game can go one of two ways you could either come out well rested and just have a bunch of energy or you can mm-hmm. come out sluggish because you haven't played in a minute so kind of having you i feel like you need someone to kind of be a spark plug provide that energy and it'll be infectious for the rest of the team um so we'll see how that that kind of energy level turns out for this game yeah, the the what 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 would be your number one key, your biggest thing that this ASU team needs to do to win? Um, I well, like it's it's kind of similar in, in terms of providing support, but I feel like someone in the backcourt has to support uh, DJ Horn, obviously yeah. leading scorer, but like either Heath or Marion, they they have to they have to get something going. DJ Horn cannot be the the only one putting up points in that backcourt. Um, Mm -hmm. it's something we talked about before with kind of like that three headed monster. Um, but I don't even think you necessarily need all three of them to be on. You just need one of those two guys to to support DJ. Um, and so I feel like if we can get two guys in the backcourt going or God forbid, DJ Horn has a bad night and, and Heath and Marion can both get going. Um, like just two of those three, I feel like have to produce 
um, in order for us to really have a chance against what we've already said is a really, really strong Colorado yeah. team. My number two key is get to the damn rim and run. Get good shots, keep getting good looks, and people can get hot. That's something that this ASU team has struggled with, and that's why they have there's so many guys that have just horrendous shooting splits. Yeah. Get good shots. See the ball go in the rim early. Get, get up 10 to 5 at the start even, just that. Uh, get your star players to see the ball go through the rim early, and, and if they can do that, um, it's going to set up success for the Sun Devils team. So my number one, my number, my number two key, which should honestly be my number one, is get to the <laughs> damn rim. Just yeah, get yeah. easy buckets. Make it easier for yourself. To stop making it so hard to score the basketball. Yeah, you talked about it before. The difference between taking tough shots and taking bad shots. Yep. Um, they they can't. This is not a good enough team where they can afford to take bad shots. Um, so they they have yeah, like you said, get to the rim and just get good shots in general. Um, my second key is as they have to keep Colorado off the, the free throw line. Colorado is one of the best teams in the nation in getting yep. to the free throw line. I think they're 14th in the country. Um, and so that's obviously part of why they've been so successful is their ability to get to the free throw line. So you can't fall a, because like I said, they're good. It's part of their game. B this team cannot afford to have people getting into foul trouble. Um, so I just, keeping them off of the free throw line, just kind of change, forcing them to change how they play the game, how they get their points, I feel like is going to be crucial in at least keeping this game close. Absolutely. No, that the, the foul trouble hasn't been a huge part of the Sun Devil downfall this year, but it definitely has reared its head a couple times um, in in this season. And, and it's good that that's not a big problem for the Sun Devils right now, yeah. but it also it's scary that it can be a problem. Uh, my third key is defend that three-point line. Make them uncomfortable. This team is playing two games in three days, and before then they also had a bunch of games postponed. So just like the Sun Devils, they're not in their groove. Uh, they shot four of 20 from deep yesterday, as I mentioned, and struggled to get offense basically everywhere else. This team, this Devils team feeds off getting stops, so if you can get stops, it can translate into offense. It's easier said than done but do not give them open looks from the three-point line. If they can get hot from the three-point line early, this game could be over by halftime, and we've seen that with yeah. Cal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I feel like that's the easiest way to just to just get defeated and lose a game before it, it really even gets started. And just if you're giving up threes, it's, it's not going to be a good day at all. Um, but, I mean, like with that, you talked about turning defense into offense, kind of getting that momentum. That's kind of my third key, and just like you have to – it's generic it's cliche but like you have to hustle you have to play with heart um like i I talked about it with uh jamaya neal like kind of being that spark plug and colorado playing two games in three days there's no reason that they should out hustle you have more energy than you obviously you don't know exactly how covid affected some of these guys in terms of their conditioning and like their their battery but like otherwise there's no excuse why you shouldn't be getting up for this game and and playing with everything that you have you haven't played in in however long like two weeks so like you need to have that kind of you need to have energy um Mm -hmm. and i feel like if they can if they can kind of follow through on these other keys and keep the game close it's going to be the team that plays the hardest that plays with the most heart that's going to win the game and so i feel like that's just it could end up being and i could just that could be what it ends up coming down to is just the team that plays harder 
Yeah, and and that's so uh, it's so often the thing college basketball. That's why there's so many upsets, especially in the tournament, is because it does come down to heart, and and that's something that this team has. Like people, yeah. I, I I hear this. I I mean, I, I can understand saying that you know this team doesn't get good shots. It's hard to watch. Whatever, sure, but. It's not because this team doesn't play hard. This team mm-hmm. plays with emotion and passion, and all Bobby Hurley teams do. Um, so I don't think that will be the biggest problem. It's just maybe are they playing with too much passion, and and where do you draw that line? Yeah. Um, so hopefully that th- this team could get some good shots early, as I said, um, get out and run, defend the three-point line, and that's just a recipe for success. So I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow. Uh, I will be at the game. The game starts at 8 p.m., Arizona time. It's in Tempe at DFA. Make sure to join us right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel um, right after the game. Uh, we'll be breaking down everything uh, that happened in the game as well as if, if, if they win, I might be singing in the arena. So so hopefully that Love happens. That. If not, I'll just be somberly reading lyrics. Um, you have to grab just, a PA mic and do it for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think people would enjoy that, honestly. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to put this on our Twitter later today, um, but I thought this was interesting. What do you – what ASU – former ASU player – I have six of these. Do you think would most help the Sun Devils right now? One of them is being honored tomorrow night. Here are the six players. you got James Harden, Fat Lieber, Ike Diagu, Byron Scott, Jahi Carson, and Jordan Brzezinski. What, which one of those six players would most help this Sun Devils team right now? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like James Harden is the obvious answer. It kind of goes to back to one of my. Yeah, but does this team just... does this team need another guard that can score? I mean, Clearly. right now they do. Like that's what I was going back. Like when we're on the keys, they need someone to support DJ Horn. If especially, but, if... It, but James Harden's not going to support DJ Horn. He's going to. I mean, the I, guy. I'm just saying support him in terms of yeah. in terms of offense. He can't like I want someone else in the backcourt putting up points. Um, but I mean. It's his night. Like Diago, kind of. If he if he was able to to just transform himself to a, a twenty year old and get on the court the night his his jersey's being retired, I feel like just that spark plug, that that yeah. energy in and of itself would would drive this team to victory. So, other than James Harden, I feel like uh, Diago is probably the the way I would go. I got a little different one. I got Jordan Bashinsky. I think I think Bashinsky okay. would really add that extra to this team because you basically have a lesser sorry for saying this Jahi Carson and Marion Jackson Marion I'm so sorry I love you um but Jahi Carson was just unmatched such a such an awesome player to watch at Arizona State um Ike Diagu would be fantastic uh I, I I mean as you said I love that idea but Jordan Bashinsky it in the paint with the protection he had not and even though he wasn't the greatest scorer, still you get a true post presence. And ACU has three good bigs, but none of them can has has a back to the basket game. None of them do. Um, no, so yeah. I, I would love to see Bashinsky out there. I mean, the block Chinsky obviously is probably weighing in a little too much on this, but that's probably my pick. Uh, people in the chat, make sure to uh, chime in and let us know who you would want to see out of the six uh, players we posted just earlier today. Um, I don't know if the line is available just yet on this, Sean. If you want to check, I checked earlier this morning. I don't think I saw it, um, but I would assume – I don't know where this line's going to be, actually. We talked about this the other day, but if you want to bet on this game uh, and you're not confident on the spread, you can always bet on the over and the under, and that's always available on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's the number one sportsbook app in the United States. It's also an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and this week for Wild Card Weekend, you can get 56-1 to 1 odds – 
on any wild card game. If you bet on a team and they win, you get 200, you throw $5 on a team and they win, you get $280 in free bets this week only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. They got that hammer the over promotion that always hits um, going on right now for the Bills game. Sean, I know you're excited for that Bills game. Oh, yeah, um, but yeah, make sure to download it. It makes, makes watching sports that much more fun. If you're one of those people that doesn't like watching ASU basketball, which I don't understand because even when they lose, I still think it's fun. Um, you can bet on it to make it a little more fun. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet just $5 on any wildcard team to win their game. And if they do, you get $280 in free bets this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Sean, score prediction for this game. Oh, um, I listen. I, I want to be optimistic. <laughs> I want to say that the that ASU is going to win. I feel like they they have an opportunity to keep it close ish, but I'm going to say it's going to be like a 71 62 type thing. Like I feel like it's going to be around a 10 point loss. Sadly, Damn. Um, but I I hope I'm wrong. I just this this Colorado team is just really good. Well, you, and I, you you are wrong. Um, the Devils are going to come out and shock the Pac-12 uh, tomorrow. I can feel it in my veins. Weird things happen after 8 p.m. in Tempe. And I think this is going to be one of those weird games. I think Marion has a huge game tomorrow night um, and really establishes himself as one of the best players in the pack. Um, and people are like, where the hell did he come from? We, we saw this last night. The Mac, um, with, baby. He with, came from the Mac. <laughs> we saw this last night with Oregon. Um, they choked that game away almost to UCLA. Um, they let it go into overtime. Um, they're, they're kind of the same situation as a- ASU. Um, a lot of guys that transferred from different schools um, and they haven't really gotten right. And they got right last night um, as they were able to beat UCLA 84 to 81 um just a really fun game to watch and and um and and it it was a lot to do with their transfers that started to play well and i think that's going to happen tomorrow for the sun devil so i'm going 73 to 62 sun devil victory but but the score the score the score doesn't doesn't resemble what the game was like it's just a dominant performance for asu that they let them back in there late with a couple threes um so yeah i I think a dominant asu win happens tomorrow i'm really excited to be at the game uh devil's still playing hoops hey yes they are (laughs) and they're going to be playing well tomorrow as i said i can feel it um so i'm going to make my DraftKings sportsbook pick of the week Dude, dude there's no odds available yet no, there's not. Whatever that money line is, if it's minus 200 or plus 5,000, I'm <laughs> taking the Sun Devils as my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Give me that all day. Sean, what is yours? It doesn't have to be um, ASU related. You can, I you, can, just, you can pick the Bills. Go ahead. Go I ahead, was going to pick the Bills. The Bills, <laughs> play, I, what are they, plus or minus four right now, I believe? Yeah, minus four and, four and, four and, and a half. half. Yeah. I, I think, listen, the game is going to be, at least the last time I looked, no, no snow or no precipitation, no mm. wind, but it's going to be like two degrees. Mm-hmm. That's just Bills football weather, baby. The only <laughs> problem I ha- only concern I have is Josh Allen throwing the ball too hard and the yeah. receiver's hands being cold and bouncing off their hands. But Mac Jones is gonna have to throw, and he's not good at that. The Bills are going to ride. They're, they're just gonna they're gonna walk all over this team. They're gonna win wow. by like two possessions at least. 
I, I don't see that happening. I don't see Bill Belichick getting blown out. I do see the Bills covering as I picked on the PHNX Daily Bet show this morning, but I do not see them getting blown out. All right, I let's move on to ASU hockey. Um, as we said yesterday, they have two games in two days against RIT tonight and tomorrow. Um, big, big, big games after a huge win against Northeastern. Um Greg Powers, who talked to PD and Craig Morgan from the PHNX Coyote Show, spoke to Greg this morning um, about what went right for this ASU hockey team. And he even said that this was the best game they have played at the Division I level. Um, so we'll go ahead and roll that from this morning. A special show here for the PHNX Coyotes crew. We're crossing over to the ASU Sun Devil podcast. So... Without further ado, let's welcome in Craig Morgan and the head coach of the ASU Sun Devil Hockey Program, Greg Powers. Welcome aboard, Craig and Greg. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, where are you, Greg? Where in the world are you today? We're in beautiful Rochester, New York, where it's really cold and snowing and a huge storm is expected to come here on Sunday. So hopefully we get out of here. Um, 13-day trip straight from Boston, so... Two more games left tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> it's we, we've talked about this upstate New York is it sounds like normal weather then for upstate New York. It's gray. It's cold. Pretty typical, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't go outside. That's well, it makes you mean. feel like you're playing hockey at least. Like that's one of the unfortunate things of playing at ASU. You get outside, it's sunny and 75 wearing golf shirt and shorts. And you get reminded when you head out east that, oh, shit, we play hockey. Yeah, we've gotten, um, we've gotten plenty of that between between 13 days in Boston and Rochester. So we're, 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 trust me, by the, by that time tomorrow's game is over, we will be ready to get back to Arizona. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk about this trip. Um, let's talk about the most recent game. Uh, when when we talked on after Tuesday's win at uh, number 11 Northeastern, you called it, quote, the best game we've played since going Division One. That's quite a statement. What finally clicked in that game, Greg? What'd you see? Everything. Um, I mean, literally everything. Uh, we we just we just were so crisp in transition, um, and and I mean, it, it just every detail and every aspect of, of how you want your team to play to your identity, uh, the guys did. You know, and 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 Northeastern's a really good hockey team. You know, with the best goalie in the country, um, and and you know they just had no answer for what we were doing. You know, and their coach said the same and. It felt really good. It was it was a very very good win for our guys after a very disappointing series at BU. Yeah, I wonder if you know how how you compare those two things. Um, it had to feel like this this is finally what I had hoped to see. I'm I'm curious. You know, after you get swept at BU, you noted that the team just hadn't able to been able to put it all together. Has this been a frustrating season from from that aspect, Greg? Yes and no. You know, I mean, we, we have some really good wins, you know, I mean, and we're, you know, people forget and, and trust me, nobody has higher expectations for us than, than me and, and our program than me. But um, we are in our sixth season as a program, you know, and, and when you can say you've swept Cornell, which not many people do, um, swept Clarkson, which not many people do, um, you know, when you beat Northeastern on the road, which was huge for us. Um, we have five straight wins against ranked teams. Um, the last five ranked teams with five, like, so that's five games against ranked teams that we played, we've won. So, you know, since that Denver series at home, we, we've started to really play well. I think, um, the BU series Friday, we stunk Saturday. We were very good. We were very good. Possession was 58 to 42. 
in favor of us. We outshot them. Um, we outchanced them. Their goalie was really good. He just made the Olympic team. He's a yeah. very good goalie. Um, he stole that game. Like he was that good. So we, we loved how we played Saturday against BU. Um, so we, we, we like how we're playing. And, and, and I think even Cornell, like we, we, we played really well to have to sweep that team. They went to North Dakota the next week and swept North Dakota on the road. It shows how good of a sweep that is. Um, but the Northeastern game just start to finish. We were just fast and heavy on sticks and so crisp in transition and, 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 you know, to put up six goals against that goalie who's been virtually unbeatable all year was, was, uh, I think, a, a, a big accomplishment for us. I'll ask one more question, let Petey jump in here, but we had talked about, you know, you had a couple opportunities earlier in the season on the road to get that breakthrough win and things didn't go your way. This is sort of the signature when you were looking for on the road, I'm sure. What, what had been lacking previously, uh, you know, for, that didn't so you guys couldn't break through and get that win that we talked about yeah I mean it should have been at Quinnipiac you have a three goal lead against a top five team on the road and, and you don't close them out um you know it, it's so many things it's just it, it's it's just it's you know we've gotten a lot of leads this year and you can't sit back you can't sit back you gotta you still have to play physically aggressive you still have to forecheck you gotta skate teams into the ground you can't just sit back and change what got you the lead you can do things to you know uh, you know, stop taking risks and stop activating D things like that. But, but I think that that's what we did so well Tuesday is we just, we just skated that team into the ground You know, we got a lead and um, didn't let up. Uh, they didn't have a scoring chance the entire third period. So we closed them out really well. We got some timely saves, which, which has been up and down for us all year. Um, and, and that's, that makes a big difference when you can get those timely saves and you made a huge Ben made a huge save when it was tied two two in the second, um, and then and then a minute later we scored, and then a minute after that we scored again. We went up four two, and we never looked back. Greg, we've talked about in early in the season before the season started. We talked about the NCAA tournament for this team, and that was the goal of where you wanted to be. You talked about beating ranked teams your last five times against ranked teams. Is there enough runway left to get you into the tournament? There is. We're running out of it, but it's left. Um, you know, so we have to win two this weekend. Uh, we know that uh, if we do, we, we're probably going to be somewhere in that 20 range is what it projects out to be. So two more road wins against RIT is not a bad, they're a good team. I mean, they beat Notre Dame on the road. Um, it's not like we're going into, you know, the 59th ranked team. We're going to get some pairwise credit for, for two wins if we can get them against a, a team in the upper 30s. So, you know, it, it should move us to, to around 2021 and then you're and then and then you're at Mankato next and they're number one. And, and those are going to be our Stanley Cup, you know, game sevens, um, you know, and, and so you know, we have enough runway left to do it. You know, we, we, we added that game against Northeastern, which is, is hopefully going to prove to be huge for us, um, you know, and, and that was a late ad. We added it five days before we played it. Um, we were lucky enough to, that, that they wanted to play. Um, and we still have one game to find if we can find it. And, and I'm, I'm looking for it. So I'm still looking to add uh, another game if we can do it. Um, we won't add it against just, just to add it. It's got to be against somebody really good that's willing to play us. And, and we, it's one game, you know. So um, if we can find it, that'd be huge because it, it, would, it would serve just kind of like Northeastern did and it would give us another chance to boost boost the pairwise if we if we can if we can find the right right opponent. 
what does one, what does the, the incoming class look like for next year in your recruiting is you've talked about the new building, helping that first talk about your freshman. And then what does next year look like for the guys you got coming in? Yeah. Um, freshmen have been unbelievable. Like what, what a great future we have with these kids, you know, and, and the depth of our roster and the age of it has, hasn't allowed some of them to really showcase how good they are and they're going to be. But if you have, you know, you take donor has been, I mean, he leads all freshmen in the country in points. Um, you know, Ty Murchison is, is a horse. He's going to play in the NHL. Like there's no doubt. Um, He's been arguably our best defenseman as a true freshman. He's not just a freshman. He, I mean, he came straight from the NTDP. So he's a young kid that's just eaten a lot of minutes and just has flourished. Um, Jack Jensen's really coming on. Like he, he was a kid that we loved when he got here and he had his ups and downs like most freshmen have. And, and against BU, he was our best player. He was unbelievable against Northeastern. He's really starting to play and he plays with some, 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 you know, some, uh, some grit and size and he just hits like a truck. He's, he's got it all. So he's going to have a big future. And the other two that nobody really talks about because of the depth of, of having all these fifth year guys are, are Jackson Niedermeyer and, and Ethan Schmaggy, who are both very good players. You know, needs is going to be unbelievable. He, he can skate. He's big. He's tough. He's got an unreal release. Um, and uh, you know, he, he's going to, he's going to be a top six guy before too long for us. And, and so we're really thrilled with our freshmen. And then next year's class, uh, we fully believe, has every bit the opportunity to make the same impact that this year's did. We got a couple really high-end kids, some of the USHL's leading scorers coming in. Um, and, uh, you know, so recruiting's, recruiting's great. You know, we, I mean, this was a top five class nationally. Uh, next year, we'll probably be top 10. Um, so, you know, if you can stack those on top of each other and continue to do it, it's going to catch up and, and, and you're going to be built, you know, to where you don't have to take kids out of the portal. You, you know, you can kind of plug and play and not, not, you know, do what we had to do last year. We, we took a lot of kids um, to give it a run this year. And, and, and in fairness, all those kids have really produced for us. I mean, look at Colin Tyson, you look at Theo Charitis, you look at Timmy Lovell, um, you know, Jack Becker has been great. So they've all produced, they've all done a great job. We don't regret it, but moving forward, we want to continue to stack really good classes on top of each other and, and maybe one or two guys a year out of that thing. And, and off we go. One of the guys that won't be able to play with those classes won't get to see the new barn is a guy that's, that's just one of the icons for this program, Johnny Walker. I'm, I'm just curious, you know, with all that he did in his first three seasons at ASU and all he's done for the program, has this been difficult watching the way it's, it's ended for him with COVID and the injuries yeah, it's frustrating, you know, and nobody's more frustrated than Johnny, um, you know, because he, he just hasn't been able to get healthy. Um, last year, he missed essentially the whole year, and and then and then he, he did it again at the start of this year and and kind of gimped through the first eight games, and we made a decision to say you need to sit and, and get as healthy as you can for the stretch run. Um, and he's as healthy as he's been for us right now. Um the second game against BU was just honestly it was a maintenance decision just to kind of preserve him because we knew we had a game a quick turnaround against Northeastern and uh, and he actually played really well against Northeastern had some really good scoring chances hit two posts um, so you know I'm hoping he pops some goals this weekend you know and, and gets his mojo back and uh, we wouldn't be where we're at without Johnny um, so we're gonna we're gonna live and die by him 
as long as he can he can lay some up and and go out we're gonna play him because that's what he's owed and he deserves that and we're hoping he can make a huge impact these last you know 10 games last thing i wanted to ask you greg before we let you go um i'm always curious uh what life is like on the road for you guys um you had to bus to rochester so what do you guys do on the bus to pass the time what do you do to pass the time once you get there yeah hey <laughs> It's well, Boston, there's worse places to get stuck for a week in Boston. Right. So it's a great city. So we were able to walk around a little bit. The weather wasn't too bad, but, um, and then we were fortunate enough as a staff to rent a, a van and, and drive ourselves. And the team went on a bus cause we stayed and watched a prep game for a, did some recruiting later that day on Wednesday. Um, it was a long drive. Like it, it was, it, it, it was six hours and it felt like it was 12, um, Cause it was late and, and all that stuff. But the guy, they, the guy, the kids love the road. Like they love it. Like they don't complain. They eat like Kings. Um, you know, they're playing Xbox. They're, they're, you know, getting their homework done. Um, you can really confine and, and, and do a lot of good film with, with the guys out on the road. Um, and, and it's just a way to get kind of refocused. And, and, and we knew, we knew we, we needed to build our road resume and, and get some road wins and, the win Tuesday hopefully gets gets us the momentum we need to, to go home with an over 500 record on this trip. And that would be a good, successful trip for us. All right, Greg. Thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck at RIT, and I'm, I'm sure we'll catch up with you down the road. Yeah, Thanks, and to guys, keep up on everything, uh, everything Sun Devil hockey, keep tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes. I'm sure we'll wrap up the Sun Devil season, and hopefully it's in the NCAA tournament. Good luck, Greg, the rest of the way. Thanks, guys. Back to Sean and Shane. Oh, the Craig and Petey always just bring bring the heat. I I, I love uh watching the uh watching the Coyote show, but also just behind the scenes stuff. They're little uh brother like quarreling yeah. they have. It's it, it's it's a really good time. And Sean, you're going to be on um, the Coyote show this weekend. I am. I will be. I'll be filling in for Leah, so I'll be I'll be hosting the Coyotes Not tomorrow the new night. Leah, though, right? No, I mean, kind of. We'll see. Uh, but no, yeah, I fill in tomorrow night and I fill in uh, Monday afternoon for our 2 p.m. game that we have. So um, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Well, I love hockey. So Yeah, ASU hockey puck drops a little under 30 minutes now um, at RIT. So make sure to watch that. Uh, going to be a we good have, one. We have two Hobie Baker nominees, by the way. Wow. For, uh, for best player in the country, um, Tyson and uh, oh boy, uh, <laughs> Copperwood, 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 yeah. Tyson and Copperwood. So um, you can and you can vote for them. So get out there and, and vote for. We'll get a Sun Devil as a Hobie Baker. That'd be pretty dope for sure. For sure. Well, uh, you can find more of Craig and Petey's and everybody across PHNX at gophnx.com. You can get your membership for just under sixty bucks for an annual membership. You also get a free T-shirt. You can try your first month out for just under 50 cents. So make sure to do so. We also got great stuff like the shirt behind Sean's left shoulder um, available at the PHNX locker, new stuff like that dropping all the time at gophnx.com and the phnxlocker.com. Well, Sean, I, we tweeted this out. We tweeted the, this, this picture out on our Twitter and people are confused that anybody else would take anybody but James Harden, but guys, there's too many scores. If you take James Harden, I understand. I understand. Like it, it's which former ASU player would most help the Sun Devils team. It's not which player in the NBA, like right now, like we're not bringing fat lever out of retirement or Byron Scott out of retirement. Like I'm saying right <laughs> yeah. now, like 
like like them in college it, it james harden was a scorer in college i just don't think it, I, I don't think it's that obvious do you, do you i mean yeah it, it's hard, i mean it's hard for people to separate the nba player he's become and who he was in college but like i still like like i said i i don't necessarily agree with the we don't need scores thing because i think dj horn needs help so i um but I, I I understand why people say it, but I also understand where you're coming from. Like yeah. um, having having someone in the post or something like that. Yeah, the scoring is going to come. I promise, guys. Yeah. Well, before we before we get out of here, um, it's a Friday. Got to have some fun as always on the Sun Devils show. Um, so we'll do our internet review without further ado. We got a couple tweets for you. We'll start off with this one. Um, I thought this was really funny. I texted Sean this this morning, and I said I was laughing at it for a good three and a half minutes. Um, it just says. MFers wake up and the first thing they do is grab their phone. They don't even check if their legs work. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this morning it's I did true. wake up I, and I checked if my legs worked before I grabbed my phone. I slapped the these big meat sticks a couple times to make sure that they were still working. Um, and they were. Uh-huh. So bless up. I did not. I immediately rolled over to my phone. So <laughs> isn't, that, isn't the idea of that just so funny? Like, yeah, well, because it's true. <laughs> At least for me, it's true. Like, I, I legitimately like. If, if I was paralyzed from the waist down, I would be on my phone before I knew it. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we also we also saw this on Twitter, which I, it's definitely not true because Saban loves this guy. So you sent me yeah. this. It's a tweet of a Camaro or a Challenger being being towed away. Um, you're assuming it's probably a player's car as a joke. Oh, yeah. They said this is Saban after the game tonight. That was after the national championship taking away the cars that Alabama gifted their players allegedly. Yeah. No one's no one's taking uh JD5's Mustang because he has <laughs> NIL baby. Yeah hard earned Mustang for Jaden Daniels <laughs> for sure. Um what do you think the like the, obviously nobody knows this for sure. What do you think the craziest thing a recruit has ever gotten? Like not coolest oh, well, but just I'm- craziest. I mean, we can do something that we know for sure happened and go Rick Pitino, take him to strip clubs and casinos. <laughs> that's like, true. That's, that did actually happen. So I feel like I do you feel think like any recruit? For... Do you think any recruit has ever gotten a gift card to like an Applebee's, like a five hundred dollar gift card to Applebee's or something? No, because I think the point of paying off recruits is that you want them to come to your school. And I like Applebee's. Dude, Apple... but... Applebee's is amazing. I know. I love Applebee's. Trust, it's your neighborhood's like... favorite bar and grill. If Duke is offering me like a car, and then Louisville's offering me five hundred dollars to Applebee's, I'm gonna okay. Be what like, if well, what if Louisville's offering you a lifetime card to Applebee's? All right. See. Now we're talking. But, okay. Yeah, that's true. A car won't last forever, but Applebee's will. Applebee's is forever. Applebee's is Even forever. the memories you make at <laughs> Yo. Applebee's are forever. Applebee's uh, is forever. Put that on a shirt. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that picture where it's like uh, 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 it's like a book and it's a guy fighting ninjas and it's like 10 beers at Chili's or after 10 beers at Chili's and he's like kicking a ninja it's so funny <laughs> Chili's and, is also goaded. one of the one of the things that I don't, don't think people understand is one we're serious like in college like I would jump at the opportunity to go to a Chili's or an Applebee's it's it's it would cheap. literally be the only thing I ate it's so it's so good. Uh, I, I I'm just a big fan. Uh, Johnny's a big fan of of Outback Steakhouse. Onion. Yeah, and the Bloomin' Onion. Listen, when I was hearing that this morning, I was I was I am pro. Like I love Blooming Onions. It's like it's like my childhood revolved around Blooming Onions. I'm not going to explain that sentence at all. Uh, <laughs> but I um I when you when he brought up Blooming Onion, I got excited. I was like, 
damn, where's my invite? I want to. I'll go get a yeah. You can take my spot. I'm just a little scared <laughs> with Johnny. I, I've already spent too much time with him. I feel like he has a vendetta out for me. Um, <laughs> this next one is very de- near and dear to my heart um, because it's about one of my favorite players in the NFL, but not for the reasons you may think. Carson got an easy one this week. Jacksonville, we win. We're in the playoffs. So just take care of that ball, okay? What was that? Carson, don't mess up. I need you to take care of the ball. This is the, the worst team in the league. Carson, are you going to play a game or not? We just got to beat the worst team in the league, and we're in. Why do you, why do you keep winking? Carson! I'm going to lose this game. <laughs> Yo, I had not seen it. That's hilarious. Thank you, Carson Wentz, for cashing the deep and lock and some J- Jags money line sprinkles. Um... <laughs> That pick was posted on the PHNX Sports Instagram page, um, and there will be another one out today, and it's not ASU Moneyline. It's it's football-related, so keep an eye out for that. I, I thought that was hilarious. Not only, obviously, the acting job is, is phenomenal, but also Carson Wentz is so memeable, and just when people yeah, thought he was going to escape the memes like and get into the playoffs and having a historic season, he goes out and does that and – I mean, it wasn't completely his fault. The Jags did play inspired football, like I said they would, for no reason. And they still retain their number one pick. That might be one of the best wins in the last week of a season ever for a non-playoff team. Yeah. I, that was that, that, the, the fact that they won, and then the Lions – who was it? The Lions also won. Yeah, the Lions And won. they both managed to cost themselves the mm-hmm. first overall it's, pick in like a, within a few hours was amazing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so have you seen those videos – of people going up to other people with headphones um, and saying, like, what are you listening to? And then they'll tell them what they're listening to, and then they yeah. play the music while they're walking away. This is a, a a joke on that. I thought this was really funny this week. What's up, man? What you listening to? What's that? What you listening to? Uh, this is the Sullivan Ballou letter from Ken Burns' Civil War documentary. Oh, uh, okay. My love of country comes over me like a strong wind and bears me irresistibly with all those chains to the battlefield. <laughs> are you ever an audiobook guy um no the last time i read an the last and only time actually that i read an audiobook was going into my freshman year of high school because we had to read um tom sawyer i think mm. and i just couldn't get past the the broken english that they spoke and yeah. i just didn't it frustrated me so much so I'm, just, I'm listening to this book yeah uh, are you a big the only book guy uh, no i no, but you're I, a big I, knitting guy I am a big knitting guy. Um, I feel like I, those go I, hand in hand. Well, I like my problem is that like I'll start a book and I'll get really into it, and then something will happen. Like I'll I'll have to move or something like that, and I have to spend a couple days away from the book, and then I just don't get back into it. That happened in my most recent move. I was reading The Kite Runner by Khaled Hosseini, nice. best book of all time. Um, but I got like halfway through it, and I haven't picked it up in about two weeks. Nice. Um, Well, we have one final video to show you guys, and this one is special. Sean sent this to me this morning. Um, You can read the tweet, but there was a video attached to it, and there was music playing in the background, and we can't play that music because it's copyrighted on the show. So it was like, what better music to put in than something that I made myself that isn't copyrighted? So without further ado, here you guys go. Check one two, check one two, uh huh, uh huh, check one two, one two. PJ uh-huh, Father uh-huh. on the beat. I don't wanna grow up on my sticks, kid. A million different basketball skills that he can play with. From dunks to blocks to long range shots. He's the greatest big man there is. 
maybe if I did, I wouldn't be a sticks kid. Oh my god, that's that's so much better than the original video. I just I was not I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> uh, for that that tweet is fantastic, by the it way. Is a great I, I want to know what the dynamic of Cooper Cup is in the locker room. Like I want because he's so like analytical and straightforward yeah. on interviews, but I feel like that's not how he. How he no, I feel like he's probably like the swaggiest white. Boy yeah, like, yeah. I someone proposed a question to me. He's probably the greatest white receiver of all time, too. Um. I love Cooper Cup. He has breakfast with Matt Stafford every morning, um, which is why he balls Matt Stafford. Which is suspect. why he gets the ball so much. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the key. Have breakfast with your. I don't think you can. I don't think you can argue that anybody else would be better than him as a wide receiver. No, I mean, I mean had some like really good moments. Danny Amendola yeah, had some good moments. Not this good. I mean, you like, have like Steve Largent was really good. Um, this is this... we're forgetting, but. The, like the second best individual like single receiving season of all time yeah so he's one of the greatest receivers of all time basically i think sing, single season receivers of all time let alone white guys i think yeah <laughs> i don't think it's really a question <laughs> let alone white guys <laughs> uh well sean what are you uh what are you up to this weekend you doing anything you staying in the house i'm watching hockey i'm hosting the coyotes pod um I might do a little some go get lunch something. I got to get out of the house. I've been spending too much time mm-hmm. in the house, so I'll do a little some tomorrow. But otherwise, something. I do not have. I spent. I was in. I was out at Westgate last night. Um, yeah, and it was it was all right. I I was at Salt. I couldn't mm-hmm. hear for a little bit once I left, but it was yeah. fun still. Nice. I just I like I like people watching at clubs more than anything. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'll be in Old Town tonight, so come say hi if you're down there. Um, going to Patty's. If you haven't been to Patty's, fantastic dive bar down in Old Town Scottsdale. Um, yeah. So, and it, just don't don't forget to tune in tomorrow for the post game show. Anything else to add, Sean? No. Oh, I did want to mention Austin Nunez, the a recruit for for next year for ASU basketball. Um, he's a point guard, four star recruit. He was named an all a McDonald's All American nominee. So, good things to come for ASU basketball. Hopefully. Do you do you think they do they get anything from McDonald's? I don't know if they they probably get like at least like a free meal, which is not <laughs> saying a whole lot. Like they're probably they're probably like, welcome to the All American game. Here's a happy meal. Um, congrats, you, congrats, you're McDonald's All American. Here's burger. I mean, I feel like yeah, here's burger. Prior to this year, prior to the NIL stuff, it was probably like there was probably a lot of like, oh mcdonald's sponsors duke so we can't give them free mcdonald's but yeah um i don't know hopefully now they can just here's playing the game here's, here's a burger, burger. <laughs> <Some> fry. <laughs> um well guys it's been a pleasure as always thanks for tuning in on another friday fun day um edition thank you to greg powers pd and craig morgan for the great insight on asu hockey as a reminder they tip or they, the puck drops, they don't tip. That'd be cool if they did tip-offs in hockey, though. Um, puck, drop, puck drop is uh, only 15 minutes away, so make sure to watch that. And they also play tomorrow at 3.05. ASU basketball, as we said, in action tomorrow in Tempe against Colorado. Finally, once again, and they will, then they'll be in action at home at 2 p.m. on Monday against Utah. We'll have post-game coverage for both of those games right here 
on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Leave a like, subscribe if you haven't yet. Turn your notifications on. If you're listening on audio, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review and head over to the live show if you're listening on audio and check out Sean's Lights Can Face and comment something in your review about it. Uh, guys, uh-huh. it's been a pleasure as always. You can follow me on Twitter at Shade If You can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean DePaz. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Um, go ahead and reply to our tweet and let us know which ASU basketball player you would most like to return for the end of this year. Thanks for tuning in as always and peace.